And welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. A few minutes getting late started for the live audience. Sorry about that. Rob had a conflicting event. People love to talk, yes. don't they? Yes, they do. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I found a buzz, so I gotta I gotta move my road caster power supply. It was causing it got close to something and. You know, it's, I said, okay, what did I add recently that is the problem? And I kicked the power supply and the buzz went away. So um, it was close to some wire <laughs> as the case. But anyway, it's just, you know, life, life on live. <laughs> yes, it is. Always fun. And Always you, on the edge. And you do Always sound on. fantastic. So you said you made some more tweaks on your side too, right? Yeah, I've been, I've been adjusting, you know, like my, my background's different. I'm trying oh, to get some. The cat picture's gone. Yeah. Get some different uh, lighting in here. Get the the distance between things. And so trying to change it up a little bit. Oh, good. Always always trying to make things better. Yeah. How that goes. Yeah. And it's a never-ending saga. So right. yeah, I have to, you guys that have cats are going to appreciate this i have this very beautiful sound conditioning paneling in the studio and on the one wall it looks just like cat scratch pad you know like where they go scratch their claws oh i'm mm -hmm. i'm not happy on it. right yep yeah, it yeah. cost me some money so i'm gonna have to replace a couple of panels and <laughs> and put up some sort of barrier so that they can't uh redo the damage it's on the corner and they get on the corner and they stretch out and they like to so yeah so they just cost me a couple hundred bucks so you know cats are cats yes they are they definitely like to stretch their claws out <laughs> i've had many of many cats over the years so yeah, yeah and i and i think it's cruel to have them declawed so i'm not going to do that and i know some people do that because they can't handle it the furniture gets tore up but it is what it is but anyway yeah. enough on cats those of you who have dogs are laughing but Dogs, instead of scratching the walls or scratching stuff, they just tear up sofas. <laughs> Especially if they're a breed that likes to dig. And, so. and chew and everything else. And chew, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just a nonstop stream of stuff going on in the space, right? I mean, the podcasting space, you know. I guess Google Podcasts is testing personalized episode recommendations. Stuff like that. I well, saw that in uh, the news I, today. I keep saying Google is, uh, you yeah. know, they're they're gonna they're gonna make their impact. Yeah, and they they're sitting in a very good position to do so. That's for sure. I think I've got. Uh, I hear you in one year. It's not. It's on my end. Every about every year, I have to replace this cable that I'm showing you, Rob. I, What's that? I, I roll over this thing. It, it's a cable that connects into my headphone cable, and I roll oh. over this with my chair. Oh, and it squashes. And then at some right. point, it says, "I'm done playing your games," and ends up in the trash. Um, you know, I I just it's it's never it's really not surprising. Uh, I think it's kind of funny. You and I both had a phone call today with Lindsay at Pandora because he he told me to say anyway. So anyway, right. he. Right. I, you went first and I went second and, uh, right. you know, looks like they're staying busy too and ramping up. Oh yeah. Well, if you think about all, all the companies that they merged with or, or purchased or acquired or whatever you want to call it, um, 
they definitely have had their hands full trying to sort all that out and yeah. get a cohesive strategy together and get the get the staffing of that. I would think that the staffing part of it was probably the more challenging. End yeah. of it. <laughs> you know, it's and maybe it's a maybe it's a worldwide issue right now. I was and of course this is, me has nothing to do with anything, but I had taken my snow tires off my car today. I had the place I go to, they store my summer treads and then I go in there and change to winter treads and I was right. talking with the guy and he pays uh twenty three dollars an hour in here in my little town and he can't get help. Really? Can't get help. And of course, you know, working in a tire place is dirty. Oh, that's dirty hard work you know, too. It's, right. And you know, and you're well, you know, it's steady, but at twenty three dollars an hour. You know, and he can't he's just he's just frustrated. The only people he can hire is old people. He can't hire young people because they they come in and work for a day and they leave. So I wonder, and maybe this isn't the case, you know, Pandora would be more blue collar type stuff, but I just wonder if these companies are having a hard time finding people. Could be. And of Could course be. it's a unique, yeah. unique, um, I guess for a better word, skill set. So it's just like you, 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 we don't want to spend six months training someone to come up to speed on something. So, but therein lies the opportunity, I guess. And for those of you that are, are in the podcasting space and want to make it a full-time gig, I think people should be watching these companies uh, listings for job, you know, job listings. Oh, I think that there's lots of, lots of jobs. I mean, just look at the pod news, um, newsletter that comes out every, every day. I mean, there's jobs and jobs, jobs listed in there, but I think you do need to have some relevant experience right, right, you in do. podcasting to qualify for a lot of these jobs. It's not like they're, they're necessarily easy jobs because a lot of them are around content, which is, um, those, those can be difficult jobs. Um, Todd, I also noticed that the the Riverside FM now have an iPhone app. Yes, they yes they did. I I knew this was coming, yeah. and um, so they it's it's in beta, mm -hmm. so they're they're seeing how it's going to work with a bigger mass of people. So yeah. it's pretty exciting that, well, maybe that'll up the quality for people that are calling in. You know, they're doing right. someone doing an interview on an iPhone. And I guess it also supports a, a video as well, right? Right. So, you know, I'm actually looking at it uh, right now in the App Store. I haven't loaded it on my phone, but it, it certainly looks like an interesting direction. And I do think, and this is part of a broader conversation, that I think over the next few years, I think we're, we're going to see more and more tools come to the mobile, mobile devices for creating podcasts. Yeah, I, th uh, I think creation the creation tools are going to probably really evolve over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, because I do think that there's a good chance that Mac OS and windows and whatever are going to merge into a more of a mobile operating system. Well, if you, uh, if you I think if you look to the future, but if you look at not just that, if you look at what uh, anchor did and making that mobile app, making yeah. it easier to, you know, to record a podcast. Now, I think a lot of those podcasters find out pretty quickly. Those may not be the quality they need to be. And it's largely because of the equipment they're recording on with their phone, because you, you know, there are now good mics to hook to, to a mobile device. So, you, you know, you can up your game in the audio quality. So well, I think more and more of the 
of the hardware, I mean, the Roadcaster Pro is a good example of that. I mean, you can plug your iPhone directly into that. Um, and to be able to, you know, can you produce high quality audio content through that going into your iPhone? I, I think it's, I think it's definitely more and more possible to, to use a mobile device or an iPad as your primary, you know, method of recording, you know? Well, it'd be, it would be interesting to try and have your iPhone plugged into your roadcaster, then have someone use their phone with either earbuds or a, a good mic and then just see right. how good it was over the, the phone lines. I don't know if that's going to be any better than what we may have heard over at clubhouse, but if you have an app for that, well, if it's an IP call, if it's done over you know, like FaceTime or right. done over some other more digital app not a cell phone call but they still limit the audio quality even on facetime and you know they reserve bandwidth for the for the video versus the audio so right right so So, you know what it's an interesting kind of hybrid but you know in this uh, riverside thing um how we get audio into more professional production processes utilizing these tools too i think it's a it's a frontier because I mean, like, like Todd, you're still using this, uh, very expensive, right. Uh, kind of studio setup. Sure. I've got, you know, I've got, you know, a more, well, I guess it's more of a next generation kind of studio setup. You, you've got a thousand twelve hundred dollars sitting there in connectivity. Right. So, you know, right. so you still have to spend some money. And if you really want to go to the lowest common denominator, you can probably do it for under 50 bucks mm-hmm. into an iPhone with something decent. Right. But, you know, you just use, you know, like, like one of these, right, right. you know, just plug it directly into your iPhone and, and you you're, can, you're, you can t- record. Tell everybody what you're holding up. That's the, that's the sure um, MV7, which has a USB based connection on the back so you can you can plug that directly into your iphone yeah and actually actually have a high quality audio going so I, in. and i think too not every podcaster is going to buy one of those because they're like 200 what 260 dollars something like that 250 yeah yeah so you know, you know they they probably still i don't know you can use the atr with your mobile yeah. phone i think you can so yeah Sure. Use an Audi Technic. 75 or 80 bucks. Right. right? You so you can, can go cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So, or the Samsung Q2U, which is yep. another one. And that's like $60. So I think you can get, and I think what Riverside has realized that, you know, they've got something kind of special over there because, we, you know, you and I use Riverside quite a bit already. And the master is recorded on your desktop. And then right. uploaded to Riverside. Actually, it's being uploaded the entire time you're doing the show. Meanwhile, they're capturing a master copy on their side. And but with this new mobile, I'm I'm a really kind of curious to check it out because I'm almost sure that you're gonna want to have a good Wi-Fi connection. Because if they're doing the same thing, if they're recording the master on the phone right. and then sending the audio and video back to Riverside, mm-hmm. that's generally you know, if you think about doing that on a 
just your mobile connection, that that might get ugly real quick. Um, if you're doing audio only, maybe not so bad, but but still, if the master copy is is kept on the Riverside app and then progressively uploaded for production purposes, then you're going to have a much, 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 much better quality recording. And that's their, that's really their claim to fame here. Well, yeah. And then you have a second layer here of the post-production, um, you know, what's the audio editing capability? Um, uh, the Riverside FM doesn't have audio editing. So you would have to export that file out of the system, bring it into an editing suite, right? And if you're doing everything on your iPhone, how are you able to edit? I mean, I know that there, there, there's editing suites you can get for your iPhone as well I, or I your don't iPad. Think, I, I think you as a host still have to be on the dashboard. I don't think you as a host can. It's only for guests. You can't do, you, you can't launch I think only guests are, are are being directed in on the. You still have to be on your desktop, so um, you're not going to be editing on your phone because your guests are going to be the ones that are going to only be the ones calling in, not the master producer. Right. No, but I'm talking about after you've recorded yeah. everything, you're still going to need to edit it potentially. Right. Right. I mean, some people don't. Right. Yeah, um, they provide a combined, right. or you can download the two masters from the each from the two right. devices and then edit it in your normal audio editing software. But right. if I was a betting man, I would bet Riverside will have editing tools soon. Mm -hmm. Just seems like the next jump next to step, me for right. them, but right. you know, who knows? We'll see what they come up with. And I guess you can get, I'm assuming you can get a mouse type of experience in your iPhone. Does a mouse work in your iPhone? Uh, tried it. your finger tried is the it. mouse. No, I know, but could you use something similar? Oh, I don't to think a, so. Everything is done by a mouse. Everything is done by you by scrubber finger by finger by finger scrubbers and all that. Yep. Yeah, there's no actual OS. There's no yeah. It's not the same. Yeah, I just want to. It's probably harder to do more precise editing with your finger than it is with a pointer, though. Well, I think some people are doing editing their shows on an iPad. Or, I you suppose know. if you use like maybe like a stylus or something like that, yeah, maybe you might be able to get more precise. Well, you can zoom and you do all that stuff that you normally do with a mouse. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't want to edit audio on an iPad personally, but but there's no reasons why you couldn't edit on a Chromebook or something like that. But mm -hmm. I don't think there's a lot of people doing that either. No, I just wonder as you look to the future, though. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be more and more people wanting to edit. Uh, on these mobile devices. What does that um, say then for pro production people? I think, are they still going to have a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you, if you just want to record and then you want to hand it off to someone else yeah. to do all the editing, then, then, then yeah, it's, there's still going to be a market for the high end editing software and desktops and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I was reading to a different topic here mm -hmm. um, where they announced that Amazon Music Podcasters Portal has been quietly launched. And it says, grow your audience, Amazon Music. So I thought that this site already existed. 
So let me go in and look at how this works. Add your podcast. My podcast is already added. Um, I should be showing this on the screen. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrong one. Yeah, I won't be able to see it. Yeah. I can not fat finger this. So I've just entered my podcast. I got to select which country, United States. And it should say you're already on here. Oh, to verify ownership, you'll need to access the email associated with this podcast. Yes, send confirmation email. Okay, so let me go over to, well, let me bring this off so you guys don't show my email. And verify ownership on Amazon. Confirm ownership. I just did. Uh, if your podcast is new, our catalog should be on Amazon Music and within 20 Once it's live, you should receive an email. But I've already added. So it allows me to add another podcast. But we've already. I thought there was. All, maybe this is something new. Maybe this is. Did Amazon have a portal prior to this, Rob? I don't think that they've announced it if they did well it's well it, it, it's been found <laughs> it's been found now right yeah so let me go over here and grab the audio version of the new media show copy link whoops whoops i go over here oh if the conference says you click the i did confirm oh over here you're all set add another show because we're already in there. This podcast is already available. Isn't that interesting? So let me go ahead and send confirmation email. Well, that's what it looks like for those of you that are, um, it just comes as a simple email. Here's another, okay, here's the confirm ownership. All right. So now what? Let's go back to podcasters.amazon.com and has podcaster FAQ, promotional tools. What kind of promotional tools? Social templating. It's got uh, banners. It's got a terms and conditions. Yeah, I, I'm just a little confused because maybe what they've done here is set this up so people can directly now sit to Amazon instead of going through your hosting provider. So, so what's the, the main address? For, it's podcasters.amazon.com. So, yeah, so again, but my show Geek New Central was already on on Amazon, so I'm confused why it didn't recognize it. Eileen says in the chat room, Anchor doesn't currently have Amazon as a destination. Well, now that's going to be changed with this new, they'll write a script to automatic, automatically submit shows. 
And then once again, everyone will be have their email addresses verified as an anchor address and people will lose access to their, to their podcast. And we'll be dealing with that. So we shall see, right? Tom? We shall see. <laughs> and we'll see what Amazon starts providing back. See, I'm all yeah. it's kind of weird because I'm all we're already on Amazon, so I don't quite understand why it took the first. Let me go over to Amazon Music. So you're trying to claim? No, it let me submit. It let me submit Geek News Central, and I'm already there. There. Oh, so what you're saying is it's not checking for dupes. Well, it did on the saying? new media show. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh. So that's oh. even more bizarre. That is interesting. Because if I go back to geeknewcentral.com and let me click on the good old Amazon, let's see where's the Amazon. Well, which which feed? Because I know you, you have a video feed and an audio. Yeah, well, I submitted the audio feed. So. Yeah. And they are using the audio feed. So let's see if this will load. So are you showing this on the screen? Yes, I'm showing my Amazon.com listing. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting uh, com. Here's an interesting thing that that's something that's new. They are now using the Apple Podcast. Aha! Uh -huh. That's that's something new. They used to show in my RS because what I do for this show and for my other show is that the blog will show the episode the episode title and number. Um, I use the Apple Podcast tags for episode title and episode number. And now the Amazon site is strictly showing the, the Apple, um, not showing the episode number anymore. So that's a change. They so they've adopted Amazon has adopted the um the Apple Podcast namespace for the title of the episode. For yeah, for the the numbering of the episodes. Right. right. And of course the show is on both Amazon Music and Amazon on Audible as well. And you can mm -hmm. find it on Amazon if you search Amazon. <laughs> right. Huh. And they knew who the author is. It says the author is me. Let's see what else it says for my name. Oh, and what's kind of funny here, Rob, this is even the more, it actually links up my podcasting book. So it's it knows enough to know that I also am an author. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, it is. Let's see here. Let's search for it. And if I search for Geek News Central on Amazon.com, it comes up. Of course, we've talked about this before already. It comes up as a listing, costing zero cents. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> you're all ready to go there, Todd. Yeah, absolutely. Just put a price tag on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Eileen, I, I know that your email address is listed on Anchor podcast feed, but the majority are not. Hundreds and thousands are not. So therein lies the problem. 
So she said she submitted her show to the portal. So I guess that's for those that aren't directly integrated. You now you have a direct way to submit to Amazon. Mm -hmm. So therein lies the, and I wonder how they, I didn't know about this portal coming up. So I'll just be frank. No one ever, I'm not breaking any NDAs because um, I wasn't told that this was coming personally. So, Hey Todd, did you know, uh, and maybe this is old news, but that Google podcasts has an iOS app. Have you known that for a while? I think so. Because I'm, um, I'm looking at it right now that the Google podcasts app is available on the iOS app store. Yeah. I think I knew that. Did you? Okay. Um, I sure if I, there's so that much stuff not. that goes on. We just, yeah. So Google Podcasts is in both Android and iOS. I'm going to go ahead and get it right now. I'm going to grab it. Because I didn't have it installed. I've got every other one. Yeah, I didn't have it either. So I assumed that it was only in the Android side. And what's interesting, it's got 3.2, 3,200, 4.7 reviews. What is their average? 4.7 rating. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's uh, the rating for the Apple Podcast app? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's, but it's been out for more than a year. So okay. the version history goes back a year ago. Okay. I'll have to. You have to play around with it. I have to play around with that. I'm a little behind the times on that one. Oh, it does make you sign in, which is interesting. It makes you link your Google account to it. You just can't use it. Right. But I can see all my subscriptions that, that I have in the browser. So as long as you're logged into the browser in Chrome. Yeah, I've got two. Oh, it's, it did. It says I'm subscribed. So I searched for it and it came up subscribed. So it knows it's smart enough to know from the from the browser to the app at right. least here. And maybe this is not, everyone's just rolling their eyeballs here because like, where the, yeah. heck, where the heck have you guys been? Right. That's exactly what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is cool to see Google kind of linking all this together but, in, in the Google podcasts uh, area. So if you go to podcast.google.com yeah. and then linking that with their, their app, so you can listen in your browser. Yep. Plus you can listen off of your search results. Yep. Uh, plus you can listen in um, apps on iOS yep. and Android. Yep. Triple play there. So, so what, they've got it all covered. So one yeah. thing I did find interesting here is I searched for my show on the app. Of course, my show came up first. My special media feed came up second. Then a show completely non-related to mine. Uh, podcast insider uh, ep episode. I was interviewed on here a couple of weeks ago, something on pod news. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that I've been on that is re related in that search. So it's just not, and I wouldn't have expected it to come up because they were using my name, not my show name. So they know the shows, they know who the author of the show is. And then they show related episodes that they actually spelled my name out in 
as as on the actual search results, right. which I find to be quite fascinating. So, hmm. and I think that happens. Maybe I don't know if that happens on Apple Podcast or not. So, is there actually a way to see the rating of Apple Podcast on Apple because it comes preloaded? I don't know I if you think you can do us. I would think that you could search for Apple Podcasts. Because some app. people might delete it, right, off their app? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Maybe we should go do a search for that. So let's look. So Apple Podcast, yes. And let me see, does it have a rating? No, you can't do a review for Apple Podcast. Well, isn't that interesting? You can't? You cannot submit a review. <laughs> because it's probably, it's by default, it's loaded on the, comes with the OS. So the last thing they want is someone doing a one star for something that's already preloaded on, on your mobile device. So it makes sense if I was Apple to turn, I'd do the same thing. I would turn off reviews. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yep. There I am. Not surprised. Right. It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't have a it doesn't have a review ranking. Mm -mm. And it says it's four plus years old. It is. It is four plus years old. It's been longer than that, actually. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way longer than that. Yep. But uh, I have been having some meetings with some other distribution points. So you know, I think you know, I think that Samsung kind of was a catalyst here and has made some other, other groups wake up and say, Hmm, uh, we're not, we're not, we're, we're out of the ball game. So. Right. Yeah. There's still more to go. Yeah. No question about it. I'm not under any NDA yet, but I'm keeping it in confidence. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's more out there. Ah, I needed that Red Bull in a bad way. So I guess that's, you know, again, it's just every day. It's just, you know, if, if you're reading pod news and, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. I talked to, well, have you heard about the Pod Bible magazine? Uh, no, I haven't heard about this. So podbiblemag.com. Pod it's a podcast magazine primarily in the U.K., and pod, pod Bible. Yeah. Pod, uh, and I'll bring it up on the screen. Magazine. Dot mag. Not, not mag. It's pod Bible mag, M A G dot com. Dot com. And they're doing a bi monthly, no, yeah, bi monthly, every two months, putting out a new, uh, a new, about 80 pages. And, Here's the crazy thing that I, again, I, I was like, I stay scheduled a meeting with me. I, I thought we were going to be talking about religion <laughs> and I had I immediately thought that too. And then I see on the front cover, they have some topics that would, uh, you know, like right. my dad, my dad wrote a porno and I immediately thought, uh, maybe this has anything to do with religion. Yeah, nothing to do with religion. <laughs> so, um, they got some starter money from Spotify and Acast, 
And I think Audible is a sponsor. So they they talk about content and uh, and podcasts. They've done a really, really decent job with this. And and the way they started out was they um they were handing um cop and it's it's in like uh most people this is really gonna date me. Does anybody know what the A6 paper size is? It, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. maybe, uh, it's, it's, it's a smaller, it's, it's a smaller you can size. stick it in your back pocket. If you're wearing some blue right. jeans, it'll fit in your back pocket and it may not stick too far out of the top of the pocket. Right. So they're printing it in that form factor. I call it the reader digest format. It's just that little smaller, yeah, it's a smaller. Yeah. Right. It's more like a book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Size. And it's, and it's, uh, they, they started out by, printing 40,000 copies and handing them out in the subway mm-hmm. uh, and basically until they were gone. And then they got a deal with sun and a newspaper. So they, they send it to 85,000 people every two months via an insert in sun. And then they have a digital version of the magazine. It's largely featuring Podcasts, up and comers, entertainers, um, people or celebrities in the UK, um, and I had a, quite a good discussion with with them. And what blows me away is they they have an illustrator for their covers, their covers, and I, it's really right now. Right? It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's not a how to. It's not a, I think ACAS has done some stuff for them, but you know, right. it's, uh, it's just really focusing on, and they, their focus has been listeners up to this point mm-hmm. uh, and they have a newsletter. They're doing something similar to what Critlin's doing. They have a daily, I think it, I think it's daily. I haven't signed up for it yet. A daily newsletter. newsletter. Yep. Yep. So I was kind of you know, kind of surprised talking to these folks and, uh, they had reached out on LinkedIn and, uh, connected up. And again, I, when I talked to them, I thought we were going to talk about, you know, religion and podcasting and what we could do for their network. And little did I know it was actually a magazine. So, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool from, uh, again, it's at podbiblemag.com. It's free. So another offering yeah and uh, definitely check it out so todd have you had any feedback on us not being on clubhouse i've had none zero <laughs> yeah i was wondering about that a little bit yeah, yeah no one no one has said anything so how about you audience are you uh are you missing us over there yeah <laughs> well they did get uh a big rumor flying around in the last couple of days about them being valued at four billion. Four billion. Yep. Oh my gosh. I guess they're they're looking at another cash infusion, and they're supposed to have another Android app, or have a Android app coming out next month. So four billion. Man, I t- uh, you know if they get four billion, <laughs> congratulations. Four billion. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been also playing around with the fireside chat thing too. I got invited to a Asia pod, uh, pod event last night, um, on fireside. 
chat. So things are happening on that platform too. So I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna fit into the mix here. I think it's still a little too early to to know. Is it, um, don't you think? I, I got to go back a second here, Rob, before we talk about Fireside more. And Dan Benjamin, sorry. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. What What is the rationale of four billion dollars when you're running the audio through a Chinese platform? I don't think it has anything to do with that, Todd. I think it just has to do with the engagement layer that but this app it, is creating. It, do you think in the world we live in today, with all the craziness and human rights violations that the Chinese do and all the privacy stuff and, and hacking of American companies, do you really think yeah, that... Technology isn't really... I don't, I don't know, Todd. I, I just don't think that the technology sector is really that worried about that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I suppose that they are from a political perspective, but but you know, if if I, if if people yeah. are on there all knew that their voice mm -hmm. to my understanding is being shipped back to China and everything they say in there is going back onto Chinese servers, which is my understanding. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess the world I guess the world I guess the world I lived in and I understand yeah, but, the, the nastiness of the Chinese government. I just don't. I, well, I, I, oh, yeah. I don't think there's any question on that. I just don't know what, uh, in the bigger picture of things, the, is why is that a concern to us that that's happening? Well, I guess just, they could send an operative in there and record it, but, you know, they, they don't have to do that. It's automated. I don't know. I just, it just, it just bothers me. It just, I, I guess maybe it's just my prior background and, and, sure. you know, not no, wanting, it. you know. No, I get that. Sure. Yeah, there's, I, based on my background, I'll never, if I ever go to to Asia, I'm never going through Hong Kong. Right. I'll never go through, I don't trust to go through Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And if I do, I won't take a laptop and I'll take a burner phone. Yeah, I heard a, a rumor that the Chinese are shifting to a a cryptocurrency here very soon and they're not going to be exchanging the U S dollar anymore. Well, which could change the dynamic of the U S dollar going forward, but that's a whole yeah. geopolitical thing. Clubhouse released um, monetization to a thousand users. So you can give, you give a thousand users money too. Yeah. There's like a buck going here and there. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't say it's a big, it's a big deal yet. Okay. Um, Eileen but says, uh, Fireside is a snooze fest for me. So how was your event that you were on? Well, they're still in a, in a very, very, I would call it an alpha phase of what they're doing. Um, alpha slash a little bit of beta. I mean, it's, it's functional, but I wouldn't say that it's functionally complete, um, by any stretch of the imagination. So it's a, it's a little childish at this point. It'd be my, my oh gut reaction it's it's very simplistic uh, uh it's got some advanced capabilities in it don't get me wrong it just it comes across as rather um i mean like it has a spinning hot dog <laughs> when you load a page that kind of you know that kind of thing so um you know it's trying to be fun and light i guess in its view and it 
it has what it seems like it has a pretty tight kind of connection with the uh, music that you can play at the intros of the segments. So it's got kind of a music capability built into it. Mm. Um, the audio quality seems to be okay. I, I guess it depends on, you know, the source of the audio, I guess, just like with clubhouse. Um, but one thing it does do quite differently than clubhouse is that it archives all the things that are recorded over there and it displays them underneath your profile page. So anything that you've participated in, it shows up as an episode that you participated in. Yeah. I don't know if I want Um, that. Well, if you're doing a podcast, you kind of want to record. Well, if you're participating in an event and you want to go in anonymously. Well, it's a session is what it is. It's not those that are going in and just listening. It's those that have participated in the discussion. Okay. So right. that goes under my profile. I participate in a lot of things that I don't necessarily want to go underneath my profile. Right. I want so it to be associated with that, but. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the, the level of maturity of the platform. Um, it's not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, around being able to select what you show up on your, on your profile page. If it's just shows that you're producing, then that's great. But to have that flexibility, I guess, of being able to remove things that maybe you had a very small part in. Well, Rob, you guys need to go out and raise another $25 million and go buy it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see on that. I don't know that I'm quite wanting to go down that path yet. But uh, who knows? It might be a good investment todd if you look at what happened to clubhouse right well maybe <laughs> four billion dollars four billion dollars oh, crazy yeah so so anyway i mean i'm i'm finding that i'm not spending as much time over in clubhouse as oh I it's waning used. huh but that's just only i mean i i'm popping in there to check it out i think i am going to be doing a few more things over there i think going forward as i look to the future but um yeah the notifications drive me crazy. I accidentally end in clubhouse rooms two or three times a day because just by touching the screen, accidentally, you accidentally pop in. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I've seen that a lot happen in the rooms that I've moderated in there where, where you see somebody come into the room and then leave really quick. Right. <laughs> they head for the exit, right? Somehow right other, not right. other notifications don't do that to me, but for some reason, maybe they hang on the screen just a little bit too long. And I tried to flip the notification away and boom, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, the, in there. Right. I'm like, well, yeah. the, and the, the Twitter spaces area at least gives you a staging thing. So if you, it's a little harder to, because it's not popping up notifications all the right. time, but, um, but, but if you hop into a room in Twitter spaces, it takes you into a staging uh, experience before you've actually gone into the room. But it, some of the rooms will ask you if you want to be a speaker or just a listener. Uh, and plus you can see what the topic is. Plus, plus you can also see some of the people that are in the room before you actually enter the room. Right. So, which is different than clubhouse clubhouse. You click a button and you're, you know, you're getting audio and you're right in there and you're showing up in the list and all that stuff. And, and I think that's, that's part of the problem. I'd like to be able to see, see the room without actually being seen in the room. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I've just been told that, uh, oh, this, this is going to, all right. 
in the YouTube chat, Haas uh, Film says Edward Snowden is currently live on Clubhouse. That right. is one dude that he caused a lot of people to die. I am not a fan of that individual. Mm. So Snowden is in there, huh? I am not a fan of that of that individual. He's a hero to some, oh, but yeah. knowing the job that I had before. Yep. Yeah, I see a room in there that's got 4,200 people in there. So I don't know that he's in there. Well, someone just mentioned it in the YouTube chat, so. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. We can can talk about, no, we can't talk about that, but. We probably shouldn't talk about that. No, but I'm, (laughs) I'm not a fan of that individual, so. Right. So, but there's. There's a constant stream of podcasting sessions going on in there all the time. Yeah. And so. yeah. I, and I, I, cause I see it day and night to, you know, one o'clock in the morning, ding, you know, I'm like, what are people doing at one o'clock in the morning in clubhouse? Well, you have different time zones going on. In well, it's people in my time zone. zone that are in there. It's like, what are you doing oh, in there at one really? o'clock in the morning? You know? Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but to some ch- people that, that's like when they wake up and start being functional at uh, one o'clock. Well, it's it's true, yeah. but the you know the true crime podcasters seem to have this uh, a love affair with like ten to three a.m. That's when right. they do their all their like club meetings and stuff. I'm like three o'clock in the morning, you know, sitting around the house in a true crime community just chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can always see uh, a lot of activity late at night. Um, and that's that's because folks from Australia, and right, Europe, right, right, right. Those are actually running rooms. Yeah. So, and in Asia too, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on everywhere. But um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how. I haven't really heard a lot of discussion uh, in the clubhouse area here lately around um, the content being done here, taken out and successfully put out as podcasts. You have not, not seen? Yeah, I haven't heard people talking about that as much as I think what was talked about just like maybe a month or more ago. And I don't see as many. I'm scrolling through the app right now looking to see if there's any listings in here um, that show that it's being recorded. Well, you, first uh, of all, you got to know the, how to find the icon to do that. Yeah, well, it's not <laughs> hard to do that, but but the... But yeah, I just don't see as many people producing their podcasts in Clubhouse right. these days. There's a few people still doing it. Hmm. You know, like we found out, Todd, it's, yeah, it's not it's, it's not really a perfect fit. You know, I it, mean, it depends it, on the kind of show you want to produce. I think if you schedule a guest right. with and the limited. and limit the discussion with the guest having the right Mike, it mm-hmm. can very well be done easily. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you would have to say, please don't raise your hand unless you're on ear pods in a, or, you know, in an environment that's conducive for us doing a recording right now. And, um, 
Yeah, I would say probably if we got feedback and certainly send us your thoughts, uh, if you have the time or the desire, um, I think that the, this show is probably better not being on there. Yeah. One, so. one thing that is still rearing its head mm-hmm. and we've spent some time responding to him. In fact, I still owe some information is, um, this claim by Buzzsprout on the percentage split between Apple and Spotify. Oh yeah. 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 I agree that there's some, some controversy there around why that split is so, um, so, so much smaller with Buzzsprout. Yeah. Right. And they were, another thing that was telling was they were, they had only had, I shouldn't say only, but they only had 25 million downloads on Spotify and 20, they said a hundred thousand shows, 25 million downloads on Spotify and 25 million downloads on Apple podcast. And that to me was bigger news than the announcement. It was 50, 50. Yeah. That, that to me was, whoa, not from a, from a only small numbers, small numbers, very small numbers for a hundred thousand show sample. Very, very small. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I think one of the other distinctions between the numbers when I was reading through kind of a, a detailed breakdown of what Buzzsprout was saying is that I think what they were drawing is a distinction between um, Apple core media, uh, as a, a referrer and the iPhone and the iPod, um, based on the Apple podcast app. So I think right. what they were looking at was the Apple podcast app and comparing it directly to the Spotify. And if app. they did only that, that's still even more shocking. Yeah. That's even, that's even, that's even more shocking. Mm-hmm. Cause the numbers are so small. Right. And yeah. I, I would have never have released the total from us, from the sample size. Cause I, knowing what I know, I, I can go back now and use math. Well, they, they, they're only doing a hundred million downloads. They're only doing a hundred million downloads on a hundred thousand shows. Yeah. Yeah. The bandwidth bill's not very big. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, you know um, I guess that's why they can afford to advertise everywhere because they're they don't have much of a bandwidth bill. <laughs> right. There's that. There is that. <laughs> it guess, also doesn't doesn't speak to um, the scale of the content that's hosted on their platform. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. You and know, that, that I think is, is an interesting <laughs> adjunct to the discussion of what's going on here. Um, yeah. I think that there's, doesn't Busprot have a free plan? I, I think they do. But, but I, again, I was just, 
there's a lot of shows there. I just wonder if they're, I mean, if you look at the overall numbers that have been coming out lately, sure, there's 2 million podcasts, right. but how many of our actually have any episodes in them? Right. <laughs> of any consequence, right? I think there's been some numbers come out in pod news about that. I was measuring 100 million downloads on 25,000 shows 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, so I'm just. Well, if you have a catalog, or, okay, if you have a bunch of shows that are hosted on your platform that are all relatively new, right? I'm yeah. trying to be fair. Right? Yeah. Um, it's hard to have a lot of expectations. I would say that what's what's happened with Buzzsprout is probably they picked up a lot of shows during the pandemic window, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you're picking up a lot of new shows and this applies to anchor too, so I'm not sure, just not pointing sure. out Buzzsprout, um, then, and if there's a lot of tire kicking going on, people get in there and they try it out. They publish maybe up to six or seven episodes and then they stop. Right. 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 That's going to create a, a, I've never a looked at, I've never have a bunch of downloads. See, now you just piqued my curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> So now I got a homework plan. I got a homework for my right. statisticians. Right. I'm like, go give me those right. numbers. <laughs> right. So I, you know, it's, if you look at the overall numbers though, uh, overall download numbers of the whole industry. And one of the criticism is that, you know, um, that no one knows that what that total no really one roll up number for the industry. Right. Right. So how do we know what's, what's right? What isn't right. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people throwing out there that Spotify is half of Apple, but you know, this little tidbit <laughs> that we just talked about here kind of puts, paints it in a whole, oh, different it's a whole different picture, <laughs> <laughs> a whole different picture. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, I don't know how we can pull this industry together to, to coalesce data, to be able to come up with an industry wide set of data. That's not, uh, deceptive because uh, what's been put out about that situation with Buzzsprout and and uh, well Spotify and Apple is a little deceptive, right? Uh, so uh, you know I have like in ironclad NDA agreements with people on <laughs> when I give when we give them a report, <laughs> right? I'll give them a report with percentages <laughs> minus. Mm -hmm download numbers, total downloads. Right. And right. if I do it, and again, it's global. It's not for an individual show. We never share an individual shows unless they give us written permission to do so. But when I do the download numbers, including the percentages that comes with an agreement with incredibly big penalties, right? <laughs> you know, if you, if you release my, you know, you guys yeah, you can't do it on a per. No, no, basis, but, but I still don't announce it. Can't roll up. E each of the platforms <laughs> could roll up all their downloads, right? But no one's going. No one's going to share that with each other. Well, so. it, it, it's going to have to go to some central right, trust right, authority, right, right? Right. That that is yet to be formed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the you know here's the funny thing. I think you guys announce your in your in your public. You probably of all companies do a public disclosure, disclosure of that. Of yeah. that. Yeah, but we're still careful of what we put out too. <laughs> right. it, it fluctuates. Right. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. so we don't want to state something that's over what it 
actually is. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it, it, to me, that was, I actually, I think I actually said, wow, on Facebook, I think I, I was like, or, or I said something and something, what is, you know, and I was just like, hmm. Hmm. It makes you go, hmm. But it gives me perspective that, um, I still think Spotify is no more than 10%. Yeah. The latest numbers from, was it February? I think off Ellipson was about 13% of our downloads. Yeah. I, I, I need to pull it. I was, I was going to give James some breakout just percentage wise. I just haven't had time to do it yet. So. I mean, thirteen percent. Don't get me wrong. Thirteen percent is a big yeah, chunk. Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's it's a big chunk. I mean, if you think of, the <laughs> of everybody scale else, of Lipson, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're talking billions of downloads. So you know, it it is a big number. There's no question. Not not billions a month, but billions. No, I didn't say okay. I didn't okay. Say a time period. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely significantly lower now that we don't have Joe Rogan on. Oh, so, right. that, hey, I, so yeah, that is one thing you guys should show a, a much bigger profit this quarter. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that because of your uh, because of your bandwidth bill been going down, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we know Spotify's went up, but mm -hmm. I don't think Joe. You know, Joe is not getting as much news as Joe normally gets. Yeah, yeah. A little more That's, quiet on on the Joe Rogan news sure, I front. I guess he has to get get a, get a little more controversial without getting back in the news again. <laughs> <laughs> the only place I see Joe Rogan now is on TikTok. I see well, clips being put on TikTok from Joe Rogan. Keep an eye on TikTok. V video clips. <laughs> I'll just give a little tip. Keep an eye on TikTok. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with TikTok, though. You got a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a problem with TikTok? No. There isn't? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, here's the thing. It's the same thing applies. It's going back to the Chinese, but... Yeah, um, right. right. That's the That's The... Uh, the content I find stuff on TikTok that I don't mm -hmm. find anywhere else. Uh -huh. And if yeah. you are careful in what you like, you will be fed more of that stuff, more video clips that you'll never see in the news, more stuff that will make yeah. you go, why aren't they talking about this? And there's a million people that have hearted something and yet it's nowhere, not, not being reported anywhere. You go search for it on Google, you find it, but it's some obscure site buried. So I mean, a lot of that TikTok stuff shows up in Instagram too. So Oh, they're kind of interrelated. Most people right. that are on Instagram have, but I don't hang out on Instagram. So plus the if you looked at the Edison research that just came out, Mr. Tom Webster, um, the fastest growing social platform is TikTok. I have no doubt. Just, you know, for those of you that are not on TikTok yet, I, I would just tell you that they have actually unequivocally and truly created the world's first time machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. No, I'm, I'm serious uh, uh, yeah. because you can be casually sitting on your couch and 
start going through TikTok, and about three hours later, you're like, "Where? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Where did three what hours go? Where did my day go? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Yeah. No, I will say that. that I am having the most fun on TikTok. I would say, yeah. and I. I'd say if you look to the future, there could be some surprises coming from TikTok. <laughs> well, I'm not signing down underneath that NDA. <laughs> you wouldn't come a, a quarter mile of that NDA, huh? Well, I would if they offered it to me. Yeah. Okay. But all right. Interesting. Well, you know, a lot of there's already podcasters on there putting clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is. Um, but that's not what we're talking about here, but anyway, that's okay. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Uh, I'm no, you're not. Well, yeah, maybe there's a TikTok for, for podcast, you know? So, but, but still, but still, They're they're probably getting in the social audio space. Who knows, Todd? They're already doing lives over there. So, but you have to have a thousand followers to do live. Yeah, I'm not, but it's I'm video. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying, yeah. who, who knows? I mean, every social platform from Discord to oh, yeah. Instagram to. They're, they're like, know, damn it, we missed it. We need to hurry they're up. All, yeah. They're all saying that they're going to do something, but so, we shall see. This is something that you and I already knew, but I, I and, and if people listen to the show, this is should come as absolutely no surprise. So this was not a headline for anyone that listened to the show. Are there really 2 million podcasts? Working with Amplify Media, Pod News checked the numbers. 44% of available podcasts have three or fewer episodes. Does a couple of episodes make a podcast? Does that really mean that we only have 880,000 podcasts out there? The number shows with four or more season episodes? Yep, that's all there is. We've known this for a while. Yeah, there's nothing new with that. I mean, the number of active shows, the number of shows that have any significant quantities of episodes in them is, you know, a fraction of that number. 80% of those abandoned podcasts are hoping on free podcast websites, Anchor, SoundCloud, or Spreaker, which offers a free tree. So 1.2 million well, I think that there's other hosting platforms that are free too. I think Buzzsprout. Podbean and, has a minimal trial. Pod, Pod, Podbean has a free yeah. entry point. Right? Well, you know, you guys give a free trial. We give a free trial. So we all have free trials. Trials, yeah. That's a limited time frame where these other ones. Yeah. The, I guess some of them limited based on um, a, minute. a certain amount of storage. Right. Or, they, um, they get to do but, like two episodes and then they have to delete something, you know. Yeah. Right. So right. truly not a free trial. It's just a, it, it, well, that's yeah, exactly ours, what it is. It's a free trial. Yeah. And then ours is more based on a time frame. Yeah. Ours so is too. Can, right. Right. So, but it is interesting in a, and you know, so 1.2 million dead. And again, that's a little unfair too, because a lot of podcasts well, it's not are, dead, but it's, well, not they're active. not active, right. but if you look at uh, Apple Podcasts, there's still shows that are quite old in there that haven't created an episode in many years. So, 
Right, and Apple is continuing to go in and delete right. shows in there too. I think well, it's a, at least a few thousand a month are getting, it's, getting dropped. It's right. uh, they've been able to delete more <laughs> because they've had more submissions. So they were playing that game of this many mm-hmm. submissions, this many deletions, and you know we understand why you can never have fewer podcasts in the directory that doesn't make good news for investors. Right. You have to always show growing, but it's, it's, it's been a while since Apple's made any kind of a announcement on their catalog size. I think they did on their, when they went over 2 million. I think they did when they went over 2 million, didn't they? Or did Did we miss it? Make a formal announcement of that? Uh, Maybe not. Maybe Daniel did. Yeah. You know, I think he's the one that made the, Daniel's the Apple announcer now. Yep. So. It's gotten expensive to get access to his data. He lowered the price a little bit. Did he? Yeah. Okay. First offering made me cough. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very high. But yeah, I I told, I gave him some feedback. I said, listen, it's, this is too much. And uh, I can't justify it. So he has lowered it some. So yeah, I wish him the best of luck. He worked hard at putting that data together. Oh, I know he did. You know? Yeah. So. Yep. That he did. Let's see here. There's news that Wondery is going to try to double their staff. Yeah, I saw and, that. Well, that's because that's they're part of Amazon now. That's right. Open up the floodgates of cash. And the the Podcast Academy is charging forward. We just had a board meeting today. Oh, yeah. So anything you can talk about together um, for the the May Ambi event. Yeah. Down in uh, Burbank in Los Angeles. Is that going to be virtual, though, right? Uh, mostly, but I think we're going to have probably about 20 or 30 people in attendance. Oh, so. So I think probably some of the board members are going to go out. I don't know if I'm going out or not, but mm. uh, it it might be interesting to actually travel. Yeah. <laughs> so, O Canada, the fourth annual Canadian Podcast Awards are open for nominations. You got until mm-hmm. April 30th to get your uh, submission in. Don't know anything about their process there, but you Canadians can also register for the podcast awards as well at podcastawards.com. Not that I would know anything about that awards mm-hmm. and full disclosure. I do run that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So as you said, lots of stuff, lots of stuff moving here and lots of stuff to de deconstruct. That's what we're doing here. We de deconstructing the podcasting news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pulling it apart piece by piece. Is there anything else in the news that you saw? Let's see. um, Well, the thing I'm really, I'll call it my curiosity is peaked. mm -hmm. And I'm proud, it just, the nerd in me comes out. The podcast app and Lightning Client Breeze has partnered with Lightning Node Provider Voltage. And all of you are like, what is that? It's going to help podcasters earn Bitcoin from their show. But the problem is a voltage node costs $17.99 a month to run. So there is some scale of economy there. I think ultimately we're, we're waiting for 
Adam, hurry the hell up. Get the get that spec finalized for that particular tag because my devs aren't going to do nothing until you guys get that tag finalized. I want to play with this. I want to play with this uh mm-hmm. with this Bitcoin thing. <clears throat> oh yeah, it does seem like Bitcoin and the NFTs are starting to non-fungible token um, tokens right it seems to be popping up more and more in the podcasting business which i'm not sure that a lot of people are clear on what that is yeah um right so it's it's going to take some education i do know of a couple of podcasts that are starting up um to help educate people on that kind of stuff but it's part of blockchain it's part of crypto payments that kind of stuff yeah the on air fest, Todd, starts tomorrow. And of course, this weekend is the Pod Fiesta Summit down in Australia. So it's free. So I encourage people to, uh, to get hooked up with that. Yeah. And I think that the on air fest is streaming live starting tomorrow through the weekend. So where is that actually? Uh, mean? Is that happening? Is that one the one that's going that's a on? It's virtual online, too. I mean, oh. normally it's been held at a, at a venue in. Brooklyn. So is uh, it more York, of a, is it more, it's not, what kind of an event is it? It's a, it's, it's based on kind of like online radio, radio kind of background to it, but it's been part of the creative community storytelling and things like that out oh. of the New York market for many years uh, as a place, you know, a Nikwa usually does stuff at this event. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of speakers. It's it's sponsored by NPR, Sonos, uh, Radiotopia, uh, um, you know those those folks. So so that's that's happening. Yeah, Sonos, they are right at the very bottom. Vanguard, <laughs> a, po- a podcast adoption because <laughs> right. you can't listen to podcasts on Sonos, but <laughs> I, I think they're like one twenty five of one twenty seven last month. <laughs> <laughs> so I did get a little chuckle out of that. Well, Todd, I, I wonder if we're going to start to see growth in the smart speaker. Platform. I don't think so. I know. I mean, you saw the, the new eyeglasses that Amazon's making now, right. With, I, uh, with it built in. I think it's early days. I agree with you. It's oh, it's definitely early days. No question. Well, you know how you think about how you're use use. I know how I use my smart home device. Hey, A L E X A, play jazz, or eighties right. rock, or you know, I listen to music on it. I don't get news bites. I don't have it set to wake me up. Maybe some of my, my phone wakes me up. And I don't, I don't even have an alarm clock anymore. I was a notorious for years of having an alarm. My phone wakes me up now. It doesn't. Well, I think that a lot of people are underutilizing their, their Siri. Well, I'm, sh- I, oh, <laughs> she is junk. Well, I think she's getting better. <sighs> Google's got to be hands, hands down. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. I think, yeah. And it's the it's the lesser of the two of the main players. And, and right. Siri has made me angry lately because I'll say, Hey Siri directions to, it says you're driving at the moment. I can't give you directions. <laughs> I'm just like, 
isn't I'm hands free and I'm I'm sorry if I just triggered your phones. I, no, I, you didn't. Right. Well, you if you're listening anyway. on a speaker, but you know, uh, it's just true. like why group listening, Todd? That's if they're listening on a speaker, there must be group listening, right? But but why? I'm not <laughs> typing. I'm telling the stupid thing to give right. me direction somewhere safely right. while not taking my eyes off the road. And it tells me I can't do that because you're driving. Right. I'm like, you're not supposed to be thinking about anything else other than the road. So I have to wait till I get to a stoplight or a stop sign. And then very right. quickly, that's more dangerous than. <laughs> you can't multitask with your brain. Talk. Sorry. You're not allowed. But I will say that from voice, voice to text. Oh, Google's got to be. Uh, by more than fifty percent. Yeah, I don't really have too many devices with the Google Home stuff. So, so. I run. I have an Android and a and an iPhone, and it's just so it's just better. better. It's and you know, and it's it's sad. It, and if if you're if you have never experienced an Android phone, you know, you, you got a big surprise. If you once you get over there and start using one, actually using it in the same functionalities you tried to use an iPhone, and and I, I and I'm 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 still a, I'm right there. That's my primary phone. You know, I've got a couple of Google Android tablets, but they're not any kind of primary driver. Or so, and my car will do Android Auto or. Apple Auto, either one or whatever they call it, and yeah. I just—I I don't—I just have a better experience. But it's—you know—what do I listen to podcast on? I still listen on my iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that the the voice-driven smart agent technologies is still nascent. It's still very early days. My TV gets screwed up the most. There'll be a YouTube video playing and it'll just pause and oh. Google home on the bottom will have popped uh, up. Oh. Okay. So the TV actually hears the yeah, TV hears the, activates. yep. And it okay. activates that's, and then, and then of course my ALEXA device is sitting right next to my TV and periodically it gets triggered. Now the one, the device that gets triggered the most in my office is the, um, I've got the, I don't know what it is. It's the Apple. Uh, it's the cube. That's the player. It's, yeah. What is that thing okay. called? HomePod or whatever it's called. HomePod. Right. Yeah. That thing starts. Siri. I don't even say nothing. And it starts playing music. <laughs> <laughs> it's reading your mind. It's, it's, it's just, and, and I'm, I, I turn my head and I'm look, I'm like, Hey, S I R I stop, you know? It's like, right. why did that start playing? Just in, in nothing. I'm, I guess, t -t 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 on the, you know, I'm tapping on my keyboard. Must be it interpreted what I was saying. My keyboard is a command to start playing music. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> and it always runs home to Mama to one specific song in my uh, Apple Music playlist. So. They are listening. All these devices are listening. So did you see the, was it a, a three-day virtual event that uh, Ed uh, from 
from the podcast business journal is putting on it's time to make real money podcasting yeah i'm going to be speaking at that so is your cohort rob walsh we're both going to be speaking that in Uh, july okay yep i don't know exactly what we're speaking on we've been asked to speak but i think rob and i are going to be on the same panel together oh cool all right okay i see uh okay i see your name listed on here so that's good Looks like David Plotz from CityCast is going to be there. So we can prod him a little bit about what he's doing with CityCast. So, you know, it's, and I, and they're advertising that both to their radio list and their podcast list. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Podcast Business Journal also has a radio business journal. So maybe we'll see some pickup on that for some radio folks. So, I should probably, I saw Dan Franks's image in here. I should get him to join us on the show these days. Give us an update on what's happening with podcast movement. Yep. It's people, I think their speaker submissions. Wrapped I think, up. Oh, it's wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. I submitted so, two personally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see this new series I'm doing right now is really getting some good traction. So I'm hoping they get picked up for that, but, um, We'll see if, you know, you never know. Some of those, okay. some of those, uh, sessions are, how should we say it? Are pretty, uh, pretty full of, you know, they're going to have lots and lots and lots of submissions to some of those tracks. Oh yeah. So I, I'm I sure. picked two tracks, one track that might be easier to get into than the other. Mm-hmm. You never, you know, none of us are guaranteed a spot. It's just, you know, we have to put together a good enough proposal and. Sure. They only have so many slots. I'm sure they get 10,000 applications to speak. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what he does between, because I know he's told, told me that he's going to do a hybrid event, which means that there's going to be online stuff and then there's going to be in-person stuff. So how many of you um, are not going to go that are listening to this? How many of you decided because of COVID you're not going to podcast movement? Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I'm sure Dan Franks would like to know the answer to that too. So this is this is uh, April. So April, May, June, July, August, September. So the Moderna folks have said that their vaccine right now is still showing prevention six months out. So right. still protecting people at the six month mark. So at least the Moderna folks will have protection through if you, if you know, it depends on when you get the shot. Some mm-hmm. of you may have gotten it earlier than others, but for the most part, probably mo- majority of people haven't gotten the shot at least in the 30 in eight up in age group starting in, you know, the beginning of April. So, cause I think they opened it up to 18 plus here in Michigan on April 1st or something, whatever the date was. So mm-hmm. if they're saying that the, the shot is you're going to protect you. I guess if you have the vaccine and I know not everyone's going to get the vaccine and that's your choice. Um, I think people should feel pretty safe. I, again, I don't know what Johnson Johnson and Pfizer and all those other people are going to say, but mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll go. If it was tomorrow, I would go. Because it just feels, it, it, to me, it's like 
time keeps on ticking, 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 you know, and it's like into the future. Let's go. We we need, (laughs) we need to get back in front of people. uh, (laughs) What's the first event that you're going to pop out to? You think first, Hey, send me a podcast movement. Uh, no, Hey, I'd invite me out to the Ambies. I'll come out to the Ambies. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I just need a reason. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, you know, obviously it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, I may have team members that may know I'm not going to make, I'm not forcing anybody to travel. Right. You know, that's going to be on them if they want to go. It's, you know, but it's, but it's, you know, I want to open. You know, at some point, right. we have to get back to normal. Yeah, well, or some some level of normal anyway. I, I want to be at the 90% level. Right. I want to be able to, you know, and I know this is not going to happen in August, but I want to go to the trade show and not have to wear a mask. If we've been vaccinated, we shouldn't have to wear a mask. But, you know, that's not the current thing. So, you know, we'll comply with whatever the event requires, just like anyone else. But it's, you know, You're I'm, ready. I'm totally You're ready. talking real quick. You're ready. <laughs> it's, it's, some people, I, I hate to say it, I have to, gotten to the point where I've had, can you please speak up? I can't hear you, you know, right. in somewhere. And the, people get pissed. I'm like, I, I can't hear you through your mask. I'm sorry. And I, I have decent hearing. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think, you know, by July, mm-hmm. June, July, people should start feeling, you know. But you know, I'm in a state that's still half locked down still, too. So, you know. <laughs> and we've got the uh, fourth largest number of new infections and we're still locked down. So it, it obviously my uh, shot either. So obviously no one is paying attention because the infections are up lockdown or not. People are still, still catching this thing. So lockdown is not helping you're locked down and you are still getting infections. Then it's useless at this point. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's, of course, yeah. I'm going to get, you're not a doctor. No, I'm not. Right. The opinions are, the, well, keep, the opinions are my own. Your, <laughs> yeah, Todd, have you been taking a lot of vitamin D and zinc? No. And that kind of stuff? I too? just take a multivitamin. Okay. I, took, been, I really did not take anything extra out of the ordinary besides my normal GNC multivitamin and sometimes a little more vitamin C. I think I have been, zinc as part of my normal routine in my multivitamin. So probably, probably, yeah, yeah. I take a, a separate zinc, and I take a take a a, a vitamin D tablet, and I take a, a vitamin C tablet every day. I've been doing it for over a year. I haven't been sick well, since uh, podcast evolutions. But I've been, <laughs> but I've been in a multivitamin reg, regime for ten years. So for me, this right. is nothing new. Too much. You're getting getting everything you need there. That's well, good. but I, like I said, I think I had this thing in August. I never went to the doctor, but who knows? Yeah, I had a blood test and didn't have any antibodies in it, so I, I, I never caught it. I've never had it. So yeah, I'd like to get the antibody test. 
So yep. if I go to but, Hawaii, I, my kids, you know, all right. So my kid graduates uh, May 21st mm-hmm. at Aloha Stadium. And I'm sorry, I'm bringing this up in the show, folks, but um, there's 400 in his class to graduate. That would be 800 parents. 32,000 seats is, I think, what the Aloha Stadium will seat, but yet they're still not letting the parents observe the graduation. No, so 800 parents. You can't separate everybody. Well, they, they, they refuse to. They just said you can't come. Oh, wow. They're not is even going to try. going to be video streamed or... They're going to, you don't know? Okay. So I'm going to go back to Honolulu for that and probably have a drive-by party because that's probably what we're only going to be allowed to have. That's what we did in Michigan last year for my sister's son was it was. They tailgate s- party, huh? Well, no, people drove, they Just drove up. They drove through. They drove right. through, right. Right. Pass the card, yeah. give a treat or whatever. and Crack the. The window down a little bit. Yeah. Right? So I think this year it'll be, well, that's what exactly what it was. They cracked the window down and, you know. Right. So, but yeah. So I'll be going back to Hawaii. And if I do, I have to get a COVID test. So maybe I'll be able to swing an antigen test at the same time. Yeah. I think it's good to take one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm ready. Is everybody else ready? You guys ready to, you know, that's down in Florida. Rob, you got to take a, you got to take a, why don't you take a couple of days and, and go down to Florida for a couple of days. There you go. go no, an I'm, you should go down to Tampa or go down to Orlando and just, you know, have a little hotel state. You're going to get off the airplane. And you're going to go like freedom. freedom. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as you're outside, you should be good, right? Everywhere you should be good, regardless yeah. of where you're at. If you're in Florida or wherever. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm just to be frank. I'm kind of over it and I, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand. I understand right. there's people that have died people and have. suffered yeah. and don't, you know, don't get me wrong. You, you, you feel mm-hmm. sadness for them, you know, and this, and what has been inflicted upon the whole world. Um, people, right. the rest of the world are suffer, still suffering incredibly. Right. Um, so I guess I have no room to complain. Maybe I'm being considered insensitive, but yeah, I'm kind of, I'm still, I'm just kind of over it. I think we all are to an extent. I definitely think that we basically, you know, both of us went through this pretty unscathed. So I'm right, pretty right. fortunate. Oh, I no, I've absolutely. Where others have so, been devastated, you know, right. Right here in my local community, it's just business after business after business after business is gone. Right. Restaurants are, and there wasn't a lot of restaurants here to begin with, gone, mm-hmm. you know, but yet yeah. people can't hire people be, for whatever reason. So I, that's got me completely baffled. Yeah. I talked yeah. about in the early part of the show. So anyway, did we just lose a bunch of people? <laughs> I think so. I think we got off the... Yeah, that's a reservation here at the end. Right, right. That's okay. All right. Well, we are, we're done. Um, it's already an hour and a half, so we stretched it out. We made the, made the cut. We, we, made, <laughs> we made it to the finish line. Yeah. But yes, I'll be at Podcast Movement. I'll, I'm going to be there too. Okay, good. And, and, well, <laughs> and who knows, I might even... 
them out for the Ambie Awards. So who knows? Oh. I, I don't know what I'll do out there, but yeah. we'll see. Got to got to figure out some tie it into some business meeting. Go, <laughs> but who's doing business meetings? Nobody. Right. So. Yeah. All so, right. Everyone, thanks for being here. I'm Todd at Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, at Geek News on Twitter. Rob? I'm on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee. And uh, you can send me an email if you want, uh, robg at lipson.com. Happy to hear from you, hear any little tidbits that you want to share about what's going on in the industry. And uh, look for me a little bit more over on Clubhouse, and I'm going to be playing around with these social audio platforms. So, so there's stuff that are probably brewing on uh, Fireside Chat. And I'll, I'll, Todd, I'll pull you into it too. All right. So here's the thing. You can tell us and we won't reveal your name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell us if you're under NDA too. No. Oh, well, no. <laughs> please, I don't want to be involved in any uh, lawsuit. Right. If you're under NDA, please keep right. that to yourself. Right. All right. right. Um, that's it. That's all I got. We'll see you on Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. Take right. care, everyone. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.